Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about when you can and can't outsource with social media. So let's break that down. And funny enough, we were talking a little bit about this. Uh, for all of you guys listening on the podcast that's recorded, we also go live when we record these. So check out for Eric's LinkedIn page, YouTube, Instagram. I think you go live on all of them. Not Instagram. Not Instagram, but he goes live on the rest. And we are talking about, you know, the most important thing that you shouldn't outsource is your voice. The message you're putting out like on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, those little quick blurbs. And the reason being is social media is all about being personable. And when you have someone else create the content for you, like those little blurbs, I'm not saying you can't have other people create your images and videos and help you out with that. But I'm talking about like the messages, the little status updates, the one-liners, those sentences. You can have other people help you with the content, but those little messages, people will know if it's you or not. And Eric has a great example of this. One of your colleagues named Hannah create a content piece for you. And she was writing an article on Asians being Asian. Yeah. And she herself is what in the city? She is uh, African American. And it was really obvious that based on the content. Oh yeah. It just, it's not coming from the heart. You can tell. There you yeah, go. It's like, if I wrote something about being Indian, like I totally couldn't resonate like Gujarati or Gitarthi. <laughs> or whatever it is, I cannot relate at all. Again, well, finish your point first before I go I into it. I think you got it. And that's why I was passing it over to you is cool. just make sure you're the one putting out those little quick updates because people relate to it. That's how you build that brand. Yeah, I think the way you build your brand, especially when I look at LinkedIn or the Twitters, like yesterday I sent out a tweet and I, I just talked about the lessons I learned from interviewing over 300 entrepreneurs. And I tagged Ben Horowitz from Andreessen Horowitz in it and he retweeted it. And that's probably my best performing tweet like ever. So I think there's like, for me, it's like, oh, wow, I got 140 likes and like 60 retweets on it, right? Like that's pretty good, right? And the types of people that were retweeting and liking it, like Twitter has pretty affluent people still using it, right? So that's why I love it. But I'm the only one that can really write that story because it's like, those are coming from the heart. Those are like what I feel like, sure, I could tell someone else to do it, but I'd have to like spend the time, explain it to them. I might as well just do it myself. It took me 10 minutes to write that tweet storm. And then I also threw it up on LinkedIn too, right? So um, I think... You know, this is why the the Gary V's of the world are, he still controls his Twitter because it's coming from his mouth, his heart. He's still controlling his Instagram, right? So you can tell now, like my friends, like when they look at my stuff, I have a good friend of mine. He's always looking at my stuff. He's criticizing every little thing that I do, right? But when he sees me write, he's like, dude, why don't you just keep doing that? Your writing is like 10,000 times than anything else that you do, right? I'm like, okay, so I just kept doing it. But I'm not always going to have a hit, but 
even if I spent, look, I come back to it, like just 10 to 20 minutes a day spending on social media. And like, we've gotten some pretty incredible leads from that. And it's not like I'm trying to get leads from it. People just want to do business with people that they, you know, end up listening to, right? Because we're building a relationship at scale and we're trying to take this omni-channel approach. Yeah. Another thing is personal photos. You know, everyone on social media, they're trying to figure out how to just put up random images and, you know, whatever it may be. I found that the personal photos perform the best and I don't know how you outsource that. But like to give you guys an idea, if I put up a quote or any other type of image, I can get anywhere from 2,000 to 3,000 likes. If I put up a personal image of me or me and my family, I can usually get somewhere around four to 5,000 likes or hearts or whatever you want to call it. In other words, that's a huge difference. And I'm not educating in any of this stuff. I'm not providing as much value, funny enough, but it does really well. Why? Because people want to see the personal side of you on these social sites and you can't really outsource that. And don't forget about that. You know what's interesting too? When I looked at my Instagram, I, I was looking at the number of people that saved a piece of content and, and they also shared it as well. Again, it came down to a story that I shared. So maybe we'll talk about storytelling in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, whenever I do that, it's just like, yeah, I, how can I expect to possibly outsource it? I will say that what tends to work from my side in terms of what we can outsource is when it's like, when we're doing like Instagram carousels as an example. So that is easily just taken from like a video that I've done and I'll usually give like six or seven points. That can easily be just be like kind of distilled out and like these are the seven points, we're gonna make carousels for them. I think that works out well. I think when there's like a kind of set foundation, people can kind of just take that template and roll with it. But I'll say again, like the stuff that we do kind of outsource where we have people helping with is the video editing portion, right? Noah from our team, you know, helps put together, you know, all the stuff that we have going on with the live right now. Like that takes time to figure out and takes time to set up, right? Focus on what you're actually good at and focus on where your audience is. And then, you know, you should do much better at social media because, you know, and Neil's talked about this before too. Like we both previously, we just used Twitter just to broadcast. But realizing now that like, wow, there are really good people that hang out there and there's really good conversations, using it the right way, like how it's intended to be used, goes a long way. Yeah. Another thing too that I found is you can outsource things like carousels. I got this tactic from Eric during our in-person event. You guys can check that out, marketingschool.io slash live if you want to attend the next one. And you can do these carousels on Instagram and a lot of these social sites where people just keep going next, 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 and they're getting more tidbit information and advice. Think of like a how-to blog post, but they're getting bite-sized chunks in like a mini graphic. You can outsource this on places like Fiverr for literally pennies on the dollar. That Dude, works really try well. try to charge me $10,000 a month for the carousels. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, like, I don't even pay $100 for them. Dude, that's a good price. No, I'm saying I don't even pay $100. Yeah, I'm saying like going up to 100 is a pretty because they might take like two or three hours to get it done. Yeah, I think so. I pay less than like $20. Okay, that's a really good price. So, but yeah, I would consider outsourcing that. Cool. Anything else? The other thing that I outsource too when it comes to social media is someone checking my social inboxes. If you get a lot of messages, mm. you can be the one who responds, but someone can go through the generic messages and reply with the thanks. And they'll tell me which ones I need to go through and respond to and which ones are spam. And they'll tell me all the generic ones and they'll just respond to those. The final thing I'll say from my side is make sure that like we have tools out there. Like if you're using like Hootsuite or Sprout Social or anything to kind of manage your social media, Sprout Social has really good analytics. 
it wasn't until I started actually looking into it where it's like, it's actually really insightful stuff, like how your analytics are performing. You probably want to have someone looking at how things are going over time as to spot trends, right? Because what you're looking for are, hey, look, if this type of post actually starts to work, why don't we just do more of it, right? So if you don't look at the data, you're not going to be able to get better. It might be you looking at it initially and then kind of calling the shots, but eventually you want to have someone else looking at the data and then saying, hey, these are the insights and maybe we should be doing more of this, right? So maybe initially you first and then hand it off. Neil? That's pretty much it on my end. So, well, if you guys want more info, more tips on how you guys can grow, check out marketingschool.io slash live. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.